everybody and welcome back to the Tea with Crema. My name is Chris. I'll be one of your hosts today and I'm joined by my best friend, Emma. That's me. Today's episode is brought to you by the letter 2 for 2023. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the letter V. I never know what this episode is being brought to you by. This is the most chaotic show of Sesame Street I've ever watched. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. I try my best. So it is the end of the year. And I know you're probably thinking, but wait, Crema, y'all just did your vision board for 2023. And the answer is, yeah, it's crazy. I don't like getting older. Everything goes so fast. But here we are. It's the end of the year. So before we get to make and decorate a new vision board for the new year, we got to really look back at what was the past year like? Because at this point, we've had vision boards for a little minute. And there's no point in making a new vision board if you don't reflect on what you did on the old one. So mm-hmm. before we begin, we have our tea check. So Emma, what tea did you bring today? I'm trying to do a little bit of a throwback to summer because it's getting real cold in Tokyo. So I'm currently drinking a country peach passion. It's really cold here. I also hate it during the summer. I'm, I actually am not a fan of it during this the winter either. Honestly, I'm just very unhappy with the weather in general. So yeah. That's what I'm drinking today. What are you drinking today? Today, I have a salted caramel cookie by Cookie Tea. What a mm. cute company. They always have such cute little teas. Love How them. How is it? It is cute. It is really just like a cute little tea. So I did, I will say that I did add half and half because the other ingredients are green tea, white cacao, butter splits, carob bits, caramel bits, and rose petals, and a little bit of salt, actually. And so, you know, it's really going for the salted caramel. And I was just thinking ahead of time. I was like, you know, this really does sound like a put a little bit of half and half cream kind of tea. And I have no regrets. I think it worked out really well. So very great combination. What a cute little tea. Mm -mm -mm. So So. today's, oh, do you want to enter? It's okay. We were both drinking our teas. Like we were into it. And then we were just like, oh. It was such a cute moment. Like, I honestly, I wish everyone could have seen it because we were both really feeling our tease. <laughs> you can go for it. <laughs> okay. So 2023 and vision boards. Remember, vision boards started as a scam because I thought Emma was an expert. In case you <laughs> haven't listened to our very first vision board episode, check it out. It actually was not as chaotic as one would think. It was pretty structured, I would say, actually. Almost like too structured. And I feel like our vision boards have gotten a little bit more relaxed and natural feeling to the point Mm. to where I really do look forward to making them and have found them really important to setting intentions for the year. And I'm very, very excited to reflect on 2023 because I think it will certainly help me to set some very, very intentional goals for 2024. And we'll kind of get into some learnings that I had this year and... If you haven't, I would recommend, you know, just for context setting, I would, you know, consider stopping on over, checking out our 2023, either our, we had two 2023 vision board related episodes. So we did a check-in at the middle of the year, right before the summer break. And then obviously the first 2023 vision board episode where we really really set the intentions and so it's now time to review those intentions review those check-ins and changes and see how things really ended up for us and ultimately this 
is being recorded at the beginning of December. And so, you know, I totally get that like there's still a whole month. Things could totally change and things do happen like that. But for the most part, like we've either done or haven't done mm-hmm. <laughs> the things that we meant to do. Right. And a month is not going to change. Anything. Yeah, it's either in the plan for that <laughs> this last month or it isn't. And, you know, if that needs to be noted, we will certainly do so. And then from this, we'll kind of, we'll really help inform what our 2024 vision board was, is going to look like and might include and be shaped. So anything that you feel like I missed in terms of setting context for the 2023 episode? We also had a fake one that we did in 2022 where we didn't actually make our boards. We just talked about it and then reflected on how we didn't do it. And then, yeah, we have our first scam episode where it was super structured and, you know, we've definitely modified it throughout the years. So I'll definitely drop those in the Instagram so you can check out our other vision board episodes if you're interested in making a vision board this year. All right. With that. Let's just go a quick little review over the vision board. Just like, you know, almost like your elevator pitch. A little bit longer. Think of this as like the elevator of like a 50-story building. So it's... Oh. You're going to be on there. I got time. (laughs) Y'all just started from the parking garage basement level. So like, you're going to be in there. Y'all going to the penthouse right now? (laughs) Other people got to get off. I I got a little... Like, I got like a minute and a half rather than just a minute. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe two minutes. So just kind of give a brief overview. What's on your vision board this past year? So the way that I did my vision board this year was I had a list of things that I wanted to accomplish and I called it 2020 or I called it 23 in 2023. So as I was thinking of these 23 things that I wanted to accomplish, I realized that they fell under six different categories. So I had a travel category, an intellectual slash no, I guess it's more intellectual, intellectual category, mental, physical, financial, and relationships. And then from there, I envisioned what those things could look like in picture form and then put that on my board. So my board has a border that has all of those five or all of those six different categories. I also have pictures with like words and things that I wanted to be true in this upcoming year. My 2023 word of the year was breathe, meaning like I just wanted to breathe and not react in the moment because I think I have a tendency to just kind of like go zero to a hundred really quickly without breathing. And then read And I have more sayings like treat yourself, create the life you want, give your spirit time to heal, seek, connect, release, and feel. So that's kind of like a brief overview of my vision board. What's on your vision board? I have a hand-painted background with a plant growing towards the sun because my goal was a year of growth. And I divided mine into categories as well related to travel, wellness, finances and reading within those there are it's mostly pictures i don't usually do phrases and so i just have like various printouts and stickers and other things to represent the goals that i set and then at the bottom i put spaces for books that i was reading throughout the year so it started with 12 blank spaces because that was my goal and as the year went on i filled those spaces with books that i have read And so by the end of the year, by the end of December, you'll definitely see all of the books that were on there. 
Luckily, I actually read more than 12 books. I wouldn't say luckily. I read books. It was intentional. It was not, <laughs> it was not luck. I, I did that. It was focus and intentionality. And so I'm going to finish out those pictures and find a way to add all of the additional books that I read throughout the year because I definitely, I read more than 12 this year. You sure did. You did like a lot. You also, yeah, then you had like the Brazil, didn't you have the Brazil trip on there as well? Mm-hmm. So there were some, yeah, there's definitely some trips that I wanted to take, some actions that I wanted to take as it relates to wellness, and then some financial actions that I wanted to take. And I would say, you know, varying degrees of success. Yeses in some places and uh, nope, try again in some other places. That part, definitely. What worked well this year? You kind of hinted at it a little bit, but was there something that you were like, yep, bringing over to the next board or like I've accomplished it so it doesn't need to come over this year? I did read 12. I read over 12 books. So far with the current book, once I finish it, I will have read 18 this year. I think I'm going to set the same goal. I don't know if I'm going to put it on the board in the same way because it, I mean, that's space and I really got to, Really got to consider my real estate, you know, be very thoughtful and intentional. But I did read over my goal. So that would be a success, I think. And, you know, it was a nice little moment of like triumph when you print out the little picture and you stick it on the board and you're like, boom, done. I did it. So we might find a different way to do something similar. Who really knows? We'll see. And then, you know, I, I checked off the boxes that I could. Some categories overall, I did much better at than others. My travel category, I would say, was a fail this year. It, oh. it was not good. Did I go to Brazil? Absolutely. Amazing. Incredible. Wonderful. However, out of, you know, the one, two, three, four, five, six destinations I have in that section, I went to one of them. So It was a big overall, one, though. It was huge. It was massive. Don't get me wrong. I think I really... um I just got a little overzealous. You know, the travel bug like bit me at the beginning of the year and was like, you're going to here, you're going to go there, you're going to go here, you're going to hit this place. And and then my bank account bug was like, are you not paying any attention? Like what? How? I'm not saying no, but like how? Where? When are we going to do this? How are we going to make this happen? Which then, speaking of financially, I would say I did hit a lot of those goals. So am I on track to saving the appropriate amount or the goal amount of money that I set? Yes. Am I making investment moves? Yes. I'm looking into, you know, how to save up and invest and do all of those things. Am I budgeting correctly? Not so much, but three out of four ain't bad. (laughs) I'm hitting the major goals out of that category. So, Mm -hmm. you know, budgeting will definitely, we're going to carry you on over into 2024 and like, that might be like the thing that we focus on and definitely going to reanalyze my travel because what those two categories have to be close together. They were really far apart in my vision mm. board this year. And that's probably why they didn't talk. Maybe much. that's what it was spatial. It was the spatial awareness of it. Mm-hmm. They were not in communication at all. Right. And I think it's also like you had a really large vision board this year too. So like, yeah, thinking about being intentional about like the real estate of it all and how much can fit and whatever i wonder if that does have something to do with it though maybe we might go a little bit smaller this year we'll see i don't know but i did like the draw like i liked the painting on it so something that worked well for me was nothing (laughs) 
<laughs> just kidding. If I were to go off of like looking at my 23 and 2023, I have ticked off nine. Nine out of the 23. So that's not even half. I didn't even pass. Like I wasn't even close to passing at this point. But that's okay. That's why we learn and we grow. But if I were to look at just like my vision board and what I like kind of like manifested into that, I think I've definitely hit it. In terms of like, I put maintain your brain. So one of the goals that I did hit was I read at least 46 books. I think I'm at like 50 something now. I also had lots of pictures of like the wilderness and trekking and things like that. So I also definitely got better in my trekking ability. I wouldn't say I'm the best yet, you know, coming soon, my trekking content. We'll see. I don't know. Like I got lots of things going on in my mind. Running. Oh, and then if y'all have been listening, sorry, I feel like we're just going to talk about what worked well and also the challenges. If you recall, we had a whole episode on the Soft 75. Did you realize that we didn't have a follow-up episode? Yeah, because I didn't do it. Maybe we'll push that over to the next year too. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe that's just not the lifestyle I want to live. I do know that I do need to like definitely start you know, eating better and doing being more active. I also had lots of food on my vision board, which I feel like I've been eating really good food. And I again, like we've talked about this before, that I will pay money for the experience of eating a good meal. But yeah, overall, I would say that from a checklist standpoint, did not do great. I didn't travel internationally. South Korea, still coming for you. You're still on my list. Saranghae, oppa. <laughs> and I haven't gone camping with Isaac. You haven't gone camping with Isaac? Yeah, I've gone camping by myself with my students. Wow, we're going to get together. I know. It's hard to go camping in Japan without a car, is what I've come to realize. That is definitely that we want to be more intentional about next year. I feel like from a relationship standpoint, I said that I wanted to make new friends and have two date nights every month. Isaac and I, I feel like, are always on a constant date night. Like, that's just, I love that for us. And, you know, I did make new friends. I realized that I do need to have a friend group. And I guess I've come to terms with also making friends with those that I work with. <laughs> and I don't think that's the end of the world. It's not. It's a really solid place to start. Yeah. You win some and you lose some and that's okay. It's not going to be the hill I die on. I already spend most of my days with these people anyway. So might as, as well, well get to know like them. some of them. <laughs> might as well invest my time in some of them. Mm-hmm. I'm really not opposed to workplace friendships. I am, you know, like I didn't think I would be either, but I was very like trying my hardest not to because I was like international teaching, which is like any other type of educational job. Like I, in my first three years in teaching in the US, like my best teacher friends ended up leaving me, you know, and we're still friends to this day. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I just have to get over that. So we kind of talked about it a little bit in our mid-year episode where we talked about did our goals change over, over the course of the year? Do you have any other goals that changed since then? Or after we modified them, you might f- have felt like you needed to modify them again or push them off into next year? Uh, <laughs> oh my God. I would say, you know. <laughs> I just want that. I just want that sound on a loop. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't know. The second part of the year just kind of runs away from you. Mm, so quickly, yeah. So I think, you know, we got to really lock in that mid-year as, I don't know. But like, I just kind of, uh, at a certain point, I'm just like, yeah, I'm not, on pack. I'm not on track to like hit my goals. Whatever. It is what it is. And then I just, mm. so I think I really, I'm very, I truly, I mean it when I say it, I'm very, very excited about vision boarding for 2024 in part because 
as you're learning yourself through this lens, I think also, again, setting a checklist of 23 action items, were these 23 arbitrary action items? Were they, were they really related to like, you know, setting a smart goal? Mm, Something that's actually actionable and attainable. Achievable. And I definitely think like in hindsight, some of this stuff on here, I was just like, that's so cute. I can't wait to do this. But like, did not set myself up for success in terms of the background work to really do it. Because again, mm. why were there six destinations? <laughs> and well, going and to therapy. 12, and only 12 and, months in a year. <laughs> like, please explain to me how and where and when this was going to happen. And then I put like investing and saving and going did. to therapy and like, okay, yes. But like, again, the board has to talk. And then I think there were some things that like, I don't know, I think that there were some like daily occurrences that like I did not plan or consider in my vision boarding. And I think that like those daily things have to be included as well of just like, are there small, it's the habits of effective people, you know, just part of that is like, what are the small daily things? I think I hit a lot on big things. But every day, what are some things that I'm working on? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I definitely get that. I, I honestly, I really do enjoy seeing our growth through the vision boards as well. And like how we're, it's, you know, adapting and, you know, we're recognizing that the mid-year it comes and then we have to adapt. But then knowing our industry and the sector that we work in, knowing that when August comes around, it's August to December so quickly. And it just happens so quickly. And what are we doing to set ourselves up for success almost? Right. Like mm-hmm. as you were as you were talking, I was thinking back to our very first vision board episode. I think I brought up where like some people do seasonal vision boards. Like they split up the year into quarters and, you know, will kind of work on, okay, during the winter, like this is what I want, this is what I envision. During the spring, this is what I envision. During summer, during so it almost makes me think of that of like, okay, how do we almost like I'm gonna use a teacher term, how do we scaffold our our vision board <laughs> to not be this large and unattainable thing? Because I think it's also part of the new year. Like the new year brings so many feelings of like hope and reflection and this is what I wanna do and get better. And it reminds me of like when you go to the gym, right? Or you put the gym on your on your New Year's resolution or whatever people do. And so, you know, gym rats will always say like, oh, well, you know, January and February are going to be really full, but March is going to be when it plateaus again. And the people who put it on their list are like no longer going to come back. So this year moving forward, maybe, I don't know. It feels like a lot to try to create four different vision boards. Or it might just be like, my vision board is only for the first four months of the year. And then the next four and then the next find a different thing that works or next three i'm sorry yeah something yeah because i feel like at the beginning of the year i have all of these hopes and dreams and then we got to the mid-year which i really did appreciate that episode but at the same time it was very easy for me to say oh well that's okay it'll be the next year thing and it was only june you know like it's only the half of the year like I can still try, like I can put my best foot forward and try to like attain the thing. And yet- But like, what did you set it with any realistic sense of attainability to begin with? I think that's part of what I'm realizing. I was just like, again, 
it, was the stuff that I put on here realistic to begin with? Was it, or was it just like, you know, you get caught up in the like, oh, it's going to be a great year. I'm going to do all these things. It's just right. like, I'm not saying I'm not going to do all of these things, but like, come on now. Like, because at the, on the flip side of it, it's so great and empowering to set lofty goals. But then when you don't hit them all, then you feel like the other side of the coin where you're just like, oh, I didn't do the things that I like really was set out to do or like really intentional about. And so I think for me, learning hindsight, there probably shouldn't be so many flipping stickers on here. <laughs> why I got so many goals. You know what I mean? And mm. not even like, why do I have so many goals? Cool. I can have so many goals. I can like, oh, I want to go to therapy. Oh, I want to do art. Oh, I want to do blah. But like, what about like, oh, I just want to be very thoughtful with the things. So maybe I really did like the 12 books because it was a super actionable right. thing. You could see, you could see. It I put every... 12 books on there. It was something that felt I was making progress towards it. So if I'm going to put travel, maybe just focus on a destination and then maybe have stickers like, have I booked the method of transportation? The, yeah. Have I booked accommodate? Like, so being more like, into the process of a goal as opposed to like here are even at site I can't even tell you how many stickers there are just looking at the thing. <laughs> I like but I think partially I wonder I wonder if part of that is because your vision board was so large. But it's really not that large though. It's half the width of a 16 by 20. Mm, it's just long. It's actually like it's smaller than the first vision board that I did. Oh so yeah I don't know. I don't know what happened. I mean, I would say the same thing about mine too. Like, I think something that you said that really like resonated was that, yeah, those small actionable, right? Like the 12 books, like you, you were able to like stick the books onto your vision board. And it reminds me of like, but you know, like those sticker charts, like the chore charts that you would do as a kid. I was very motivated by a sticker chart. For whatever reason, I love me a good in extrinsic, is that extrinsic motivation? Kind of. Yeah, I love a good put the sticker on. I did the thing. I think it's also why I really enjoy to do lists because I love seeing, yeah, the check. Listening to the Microsoft to do list noise. Ding. Yeah. Ding. Ding. Exactly. Exactly. So I think I need to start making the vision board work for me rather than me working for the vision board, if that makes sense. So maybe it is like literally a sticker chart, low key. Uh, Yeah, or high key. If it were like, if that's the thing that works, like maybe I'm going to like do an X amount number of workouts, like by the end of the year. And every time I do a workout, all workout, not necessarily a run or a cardio or a strength. When I do a workout, here's my little sticker. Yeah. I actually think that one of my, one of my friends that I follow on Instagram, she set like a number of days that she wanted to work out. So it was like 360. Yeah. I think she said like 290, you know, like saying that she could at least have, you know, at least a day off a week, but you know, but it's been nice to like see her working out. And then she's like 211, 212, you know, things like that, that it's like, okay, like I could, I could definitely see me doing something like that and feeling really good about myself. I'm being very intentional and flexible and like what that means. Right, right. If no, yeah. You know, if Walking. it's like 10 minutes, if it's, yeah. there's a time limit to it, or like it has to be at least this long, or it has to do certain, so like definitely some like movement of stuff, my, yeah, like, oh, definitely, yeah, right, like, but, but it doesn't I have really to think be, that could work. It doesn't have to be like 290 days going hard, right? 
Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what 2024 will bring kind of based on 2023. It just, for me, it just felt like at a certain point, I was just like, this is too much. I did too much. I'm thinking about doing too much. It's too many things. And it got overwhelming. And then, you know, decision fatigue and just, I got, I paralyzed myself. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I still was doing things, but ultimately I think almost being like preflective in that if I know I'm only going to really be able to focus on certain things, just preemptively just pick those things to focus on the things that I really do want to like be true to myself, which then kind of figures out like, okay, how do I really figure out what that is? Right. Is it, you know, did I read the 12 books because I was really motivated to read the 12 books or did I read the 12 books because I created a system that helped me want to read 12 books? Right. So are there, would it have helped if I did some of these other things and did I not or accomplish things because I had set myself up for success to do those things? So that could be part of like what the vision board is answering, something that I might not have done necessarily without it. But now that I have done it and it's on the board, boom. Mm, a word. Just be out here. You know, that's what age be doing to you. It really you. is. Just doing dropping stuff. nuggets, nuggets of wisdom. The universe, just be dropping them in your life. Sometimes they clunk you right in the forehead. That part. <laughs> Speaking Or of, on the I'm floor. <laughs> 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 okay. So any last thoughts on your reflection of 2023? It wasn't a trash can year. 2022 was trash. <laughs> was that the one that we said was a trash can year? Well, that's the one that we made. We did not make the vision board. <laughs> well, we were also overwhelmed. There was a lot going on. I just moved. You had started your new position. Not giving us excuses, but I also think that you know, with age, just comes growth and and sometimes life just be hard. Okay, right. There be times where life it just is hard. Right. You know, Jordan Sparks said, "One step at a time." There's no need to run. <laughs> <laughs> So I think we're doing fine. Again, I am the new do vision boards better. I'm very curious to see what other positive impacts it has. Overall, I would say it has positive impacts. I don't keep doing stuff unless I enjoy or see a benefit in doing it. I do want to ask your sister how she feels like it went for her mm-hmm. because we did post hers. Isaac, mm-hmm. how did your vision board go for you? Oh, what? Oh, my God. Remember the thing that you threw under the bed? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did not throw it away, first of all. Do not let him... T- right oh, my goodness. Can you give yourself a rating? Uh, out of five. Two out of five from Isaac. So, we're going to try again this year, everyone. But I did think that one part of his was to connect with his family. I feel like he has been calling his parents a lot more. Thank goodness. <laughs> so, again, even if like the overall wasn't necessarily successful... There were parts. There's still victories in there. I do love a good glass half full approach to life. Yeah, because I would not necessarily say that my vision board was a success in the sense of like, did I do the things on there? But did I do some of the things on there very well? Yes. But I think that's part of a vision board, right? It's like to envision yourself. Like, I feel like a lot of what we're saying about like, oh, we didn't tick this, we didn't tick that feels a little New Year's resolution to me. Mm. Whereas, you know, a vision board is supposed to be like, what do you envision for your life? Which I would say from that standpoint, I think I'm on my way there. I wouldn't say I am there yet. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I think that's all setting the right time frame, though. Yeah, true. True, true, true. We're going to see. You know, that's the the nugget. It's going to be all right. If anyone wants to, you know, tell us more about vision boards, if you've been doing them, if you have successes or 
growths, some things that you kind of have already experienced and gone through, let us know. The vision boards are not going away. They'll be here. We will be making them. But uh, that, that, that's all, folks. We did it. Um, and now it's time for our thanks. rapid so like, fire. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me Is do that, that again. How we're doing it? <laughs> oh, question? <laughs> Am I doing it or are you doing it? That's fine. I got it. And now it's time for our rapid fire question. <laughs> this question comes from Isaac and I recently went on an anniversary date and we went to this pretty good taco truck because it's very hard to find Mexican food here. But while we were sitting there, we were talking about like overhead profit. I was like, man, this man is making such good profit on the amount that he's charging us for these tacos because I mean, it was a good taco. I will say that he created his own like tortillas, whatever the whole point. Anyway, that has nothing to do with my question. My question is, if you could have a food truck, what kind of food truck would you have? Okay, I guess your story was kind of related. It was. It was relevant. (laughs) Slightly tangential towards the end, you're right, but not unrelated. But if I was going to do a food truck, it would probably be... I'm trying to think, like, what I'm really good at that's low-key kind of hand foodie. Grilled cheese. Ugh. What? Probably burgers, though, for real. Mm. I just love a good burger. Yeah. Like, just playing with flavors on burgers and finding new combinations. I wonder, I feel like, has anyone ever done like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich burger? Just curious, you know? Yes, they have. I was like, I'm not sure. I'm not saying it would be bad or good. I'm just curious to be like, wow, that's a combination that could like. Next time we're in California together, I'll take you to Slater's because they also make peanut butter and jelly burger. Burger. Yeah. And it's actually like, it's really interesting because the peanut butter almost becomes like cheesy in the mouthfeel of it, like the umami mm-hmm. of it. It's um and it's then the warm. Little, yeah. Warm peanut butter is not the same as like room temp or cold. Right. Yeah. It's like it's so it becomes it becomes very savory. So then that's like you need something to and cut that through jelly. that. Yeah. Mm. And I think it's like I forgot I think it's like a raspberry jelly. Like it's something with a little bit of acid in it to kind of cut it, cut the fat. So Ooh. yeah, altogether it's a there's a science factor. behind it. Yeah, it's not just like there is a method to the madness, not just a regular regular burger. That's the thing. Once you understand cooking and the science behind it, it gets much easier to really thrive and like take off. Yeah, that's for sure. Like finding the flavor profile and all that stuff. I was saying that if I were to have a food truck, it definitely, I would love to have like a taco truck, but I also feel like that's cultural appropriation. So I'm not going to say that, although I would love it. I was just thinking about it like a musubi truck. Mm. like different types of musubi a fried chicken musubi, or just one type just really good oh right right Because sometimes taco trucks take off because like they do they that one really taco. good at one thing yeah and you go there because you're like i want this from like a profitable standpoint like i think a musubi truck would be so profitable like i remember being in college and we would sell one musubi for three dollars one mm. you buy two and you paid off the can of spam you mm-hmm. know it's a, whole, it's a whole science behind it. But anyways, what's your question for today? What's something that gives you the creeps? Just talking about like something that gives me the creeps just gave me the creeps. <laughs> um, Frogs. Hmm. They give I me like the heebie before. Yes, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like that I can't tell which way they're going to the run. The ability of their jumps just to fight because they only jump forward. But again, I think I also said that the first time you mentioned it, so... I don't know. What's but something it's fine. else that gives me the creeps? Oh, wet paper. 
<laughs> like, I don't know what it is. Like, when you're on the street and it's, like, rained and someone's, like, left out a receipt. Like, I'm, like, gagging right now. Like, there's something about... Oh, oh you know what else? kind of falls apart. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> also, when, like, people spit on the street, <laughs> that grosses me out. Like, that, I don't think that creeps me out. That actually kind of gives me the creeps. Like, my the hair on the back of my head is, like, standing up right now. So gross. What gives you the creeps? Suede or velvet? Yes. Yes. That is very on brand for you. It makes my body feel so uncomfortable and I don't know why. Like, if there were ever, like, in a haunted house and the walls were all made of, like, suede <laughs> and velvet, but, like, all of the monsters were constantly, like, chasing you into said walls, peak stress. Which, like, I love that feeling. I'd be like, yes, let me roll into it. Meanwhile, you're like, oh. <laughs> But it's not just you, right? Don't your siblings also feel that way? I think so. Interesting. It's a, yeah, it's just a, it's not for us. It's not how we textually explore the world. I think blood also gives me the creeps. Oh. I was trying to explain it to like the nurse on my campus. She's like, I just don't understand. I'm like, I don't know what you don't understand. If Is it your own blood as well that gives you the creeps? Blood that's in a place that's not where it's supposed to be. Mm. So I can, I can tolerate like blood in a medical bag. Mm. But you know, when you give blood, it's not my favorite experience, but like that's where it's supposed to be. It's expected. You know, it's fine. It's expected. It, it it is what it is. But like when you come up and you just like like if my nephew like fell off his bike and had like a giant scrape, mm. like a, a big scrape. You know, like the little not like the cute little first degree scrape, so it's just like cute little like oh you just put a no, little it's like, a deep, it's like it. almost like a like gash. A, like a gash? Oh my god. Dressed. I struggle so hard, so hard to stay conscious. <laughs> it just means that you're, you know, you're woozy at the sight of blood. That's a normal. I recognize that that's not where that's supposed to be. Yeah. And so your your brain is like freaking out. Brain's like, that's not right. And so I think, I don't know. I've never been like absolutely pressed as like the last man standing in like a survival <laughs> situation and someone comes with a gash and it's my job to like fix it. So I don't know how I would do. Also, like, that wouldn't I, be your job in like a <laughs> in a in a post apocalyptic world. Like we just wouldn't make you the medic. <laughs> we just know that that's not my skill set. But I'm just saying, like in that situation, I'm just like you know I'm the only one around because everyone else is out foraging. <laughs> and then you came back because you fell out of a tree and like you got you stabbed yourself or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, it's oh, you unexpected. Right. You want me to help? And it's just like, I don't know how far I would make it before. It's like, can you help yourself? Like, I'm going to get the tools for you and I'm going to go stand <laughs> over here. So if you could. Can I tell you up. how to get through it? <laughs> can uh, I support you from afar? <laughs> I definitely watched someone stitch themselves up on a movie one time. And I was uh, like, oh, no, I couldn't. Nope, I couldn't. Nope. Not because they were stitching themselves up, but just because like, again, it was a gash and stitches. And I was like, oh, this is exactly the wrong thing. <laughs> it was not for me. This but is where I would, <laughs> this is where I would take my leave and accept the loss. <laughs> Taking the L. So yes, those are things that creep me out. Where can people find the podcast? You can find our podcast on Instagram and Facebook at the Tea with Crema. If you'd like to buy us a cup of tea, you can also Venmo us at the Tea with Crema. You can also stream our podcast on all of your favorite streaming platforms. We hope to see you next time. Bye. <laughs>